Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Newsgram. Dr. Eric Joseph Kolb has lived a difficult life. It's one paved with physical disability. His childhood dream was to become a professional athlete, just like his father and brothers. But a form of muscular dystrophy, and I'm just going to use the abbreviation FSH, well, it changed all that. I had to find a new way to keep myself active, occupied, and uh, still my, maintain my interest in psychology and also theology. And that's the thing we're going to focus on today. It's two things that normally go together like oil and water, science and theology. But Eric found some common ground. One day I was reading the verse where they asked Jesus, what's the most important rule? And he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, body, mind, and soul. And it just hit me in that moment because I had just been reading something in psychology that the human being is made up of these four components. And each of these four components work together, but there are many questions on how they work together and to which degree and lots of theories. So I just dove into that from the scientific or psychological perspective, but also being aware of the theology behind it, realize, wow, this is one thing where the Bible and science really seem to fit. So he set out to compare and contrast the scientific understanding of the human mind with the teachings of the Bible. And his findings are documented in his new book, The Human Mind, a psychological view of theological concepts. According to Eric, in some cases, the two perspectives are very similar. The more we investigate this, the more we discover that science tends to confirm scripture rather than to contradict it. In the Bible, it says, guard your heart for everything you do flows through it. Guard your mind for everything you think comes to be. And that's exactly what we find in the science. Here I have a glass. When I go to pick up this glass, my hand does that. But how do I pick up a glass? I just think. I don't activate the motor cortex. You know, I don't judge how many electrons have to fire or how, how many um, muscle cells need to be integrated. The mind just does that. So we, we know that it's our mind that controls our body, but we don't know how. You know, they say, that, so that comes from the consciousness, but the consciousness is not material. The brain is material, but science tells us something immaterial cannot activate something material except for in the brain. It, it, it happens there and we don't know why or how. What is the consciousness? Are we just atoms? You know, a lot of people like to think so, but even the people that are really strictly materialists, there's only the body, the mind, the consciousness, the soul, none of that exists. It's only body, and that's all we are, but no one lives that way. Even if they don't believe in God or spirits or anything above that, if they're strictly atheists, they still don't behave as if they were because there is something more. It's just we can't put a finger on it. I've said it before. There is a lot going on out there, and every time we think we have the answers, we're faced with more questions. The best advice I can give is to keep your mind open and to question everything. The answers will present themselves, and more times than not, we find that we're arguing about different versions of the same result. 
both the science and the Bible are agreeing on the same thing. We are born to believe. I always say faith is blind, but it does not have to be ignorant. Some people can just say, read the Bible, that's it, that's the truth, that's all I want to know, and that's all I believe to know, and stop there. Okay, good. I like to read the Bible, but I've also read the Quran, I've read the Gnostic books, and the more I know, the more I understand, the more it strengthens my beliefs. He says that both Christian theology and scientific psychology agree that our beliefs are how we perceive reality, and that we choose what we want to believe. That being said, our core beliefs serve as a foundation on which our mind develops. And in his book, he outlines the various developmental processes of the human mind, beginning with what he calls the blank slate. When we are born, we're kind of like a new iPhone out of the box. It's got everything in there that needs to be in there to work, but I haven't programmed anything into it yet. It used to be that we would think any child can be anything at any time. And as a behaviorist, you know, I work with children to mold their behavior and teach them and make them reach their potential of whatever that is without knowing what that is. And there's other people who say, don't even bother because it's all in the DNA. And I'm actually a perfect example of that. My father was a professional football player, American football player, and I did sports like crazy. I was training for the Olympics since I was six years old and well on my way to becoming a professional athlete. But the DNA said, uh-uh, not gonna happen. You have muscular dystrophy. So all that training wasn't gonna make me an athlete, but that's where I learned how to work hard. That's where I learned how to just set a goal and do it. And that's what made me be able to continue living with muscular dystrophy and say, okay, if I can't work out my body, then I'm going to work out my brain and achieve all I can with that and make that as strong as possible. So is our destiny preordained or is it influenced by our surroundings? I guess it depends on whether or not you believe the soul lives on outside the body or not. What is consciousness? It's a lot to think about. And in his book, Eric doesn't claim to have all the answers, but he does his best to give you as many facts as he can to support the argument that we're all saying the same thing. So it's not all one thing or another, it's actually a combination of both. I'm not writing this to bring people to God. It's more about opening the discussion and say, this is what we have in the science. This is what we have in the Bible. Look, people, it's not that much different. Look at it, weigh out the facts, make your decision, because belief is a choice. We choose to believe what we want to and then find the evidence to support that belief. That goes for me as well. But I'm aware of that. I point that out the whole time and say, here are the studies where I get this information. Look at them. Go to the data yourself and see what you think. We've given you quite a lot of information in the show today, but I wanted to leave you with this quote from his book. He says, people have opinions about everything. Some are strong and important. Others are less important. But everything anyone believes about anything in any way will influence how we perceive the world. 
it's hard to argue with that. Was it your destiny to click on this episode of Newsgram or just your curiosity of what was beyond the title? I don't know. But if we fan those flames of curiosity, then have a look at his book, The Human Mind, A Psychological View of Theological Concepts. His name is Dr. Eric Joseph Kolb. You can download a free sample of his book from academia.edu or just go to his website to learn all about him and his work. It's ericjkolb.com. K-O-L-B. There are links to those two sites I just mentioned, as well as many others, in the show's description, as per usual. And that will do it for this edition of Newsgram from webtalkradio.com. Newsgram.